speaking of things that some people are afraid of. Okay, don't scare me. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. Rara is in the house. Catherine Asaro Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. One, the BU guest moment. Two, the BU moment. And three, the BU final moment. As promised, we are giving you a very special audible on each show. Your job, well, not your job, it's to find it. You know the game Where's Waldo? Well, here we will ask you to listen for that audible. I wonder if that button would scare people. A button? How can a button scare people? Hard to believe, but that button said continue or leave meeting. Hmm. Yeah, I could see the uncertainty that people may just get a little uncertain and maybe a little anxious, maybe a little bit scared of it. I wouldn't want to leave the meeting, so I hit continue. Right, because if you leave the meeting, you might miss out on something. Exactly. It's mm. an early adopter. That would Oh, yeah, FOMO. <laughs> fear of missing out. I got to do it right away. There's a fear. Yeah, what are you afraid of? Fear. What are you afraid of? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I don't know that I'm afraid of much. Uh, you know, I tend to push through things and acknowledge it as I'm going. It takes courage sometimes. Um, I guess probably one of the things, one of the big things I think a lot of people have is, um, what do they call it again? The uh, imposter syndrome, right? They're fear, they're afraid that somebody might find out they're, that, that, that they're not who they present themselves to be or thought they were or something like that. Things are not what they appear to be. I'm afraid of centipedes. I'm afraid of centipedes. Centipedes? I don't like them. What about millipedes? I don't know if I even know what that looks like. Or a unipede. No, there's no such thing as a unipede. Can you imagine a unipede just had one big foot? (laughs) It just hops along. (laughs) Maybe I wouldn't be afraid of that. I don't like things that crawl fast. Like I look at them and they're Mm. not moving and then I turn around and they're on the other side of the room real fast. I think, "Mm, I don't like that thing. It just cockroaches, ants. Gosh, oh my gosh, don't like it, don't like it. And that, and so go figure, I go you, live in the country on a you, farm. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, you would have <laughs> been freaked that? out, you would have been freaked out by a place, one of the, an apartment I lived in for six months when I was in university, man, I mean, they had to come in once a month to spray, so. <laughs> I would have flipped out. <laughs> I am just basically calming myself down when I see a spider now, like I take a breath <laughs> and I say to that spider, if you come closer, it could get ugly. So why don't you just go somewhere else? That's well, so, how but, I talk to But it. here's the good thing about spiders is they catch all those other crawly, flying things that are in your house or your apartment. As long as they don't get in my hair. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't go looking for it. No, they don't want to do that. You know, the funny thing is, and talking about afraid, the month of May is when we moved here last year. But right, we moved at the end of May. Yeah, it's yeah, been So a year. happy anniversary. Thank you. And just before we got here, we missed the whatever that thing is, those little microscopic little bugs. Mm. And when oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. right? So when you go outside Bed and you bugs. have long, they're, they're called midges anyway. Oh, the midges. Out, oh, yeah, yeah. Outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Midge you go flies. outside yeah, yeah. and they get like your. Oh, they get everywhere. So you they're know what I'm talking about. In your right? hair. Oh, yeah. So that was, that scared me because I had to like 
bag tie my hair, like really tight, mm. put a cap to go outside. And I thought, this is really annoying. It's not really fun. So I learned that the month before we moved in last year is the month that you just don't go outside. You know, you gotta, you know, what you gotta do is get one of those nets that goes over your head <laughs> yes, and then you can pull it tight at your neck and it cover and it keeps the bugs off your head. And in fact, you know, I've been with, I've been going out into the forest and, and helping, helping Tony, uh, you know, with some stuff and we've been having because it's been buggy up here you know we got the, the forest here right so got no forest and everything and lots we're in a river valley so there's lots mm. of trees and the bugs have been pretty bad so we've actually been you know i wear a ball cap so it keeps the net off of my yeah, so it's not yeah. in my eyes but it, it and then i put the net on over top and pull it tight around the neck so it keeps the bug the mosquitoes and the black flies off that's how we used to cut the grass in the country. So when you talk right, about yeah. what are you afraid of, the button that says continue or leave meeting. I'm afraid of things that walk faster than I can blink. I don't like <laughs> little things that can get stuck in my, you know, my hair is like really down there now with not being able to go to the hairdresser because I don't cut my own hair. So wherever I go, I know that I've got like, I don't know, 30 inch hair. I have no idea, 36 inch yeah. hair now. So I don't want anything in it because it's like a big chore. So there are things that scare people and scare like maybe that's relative like so, afraid of i was just gonna versus, say that's that sounds like yeah. it's more like it's a nuisance than it's something yes. you're really afraid of yes and there are some things that i've noticed and recognized that some people are afraid to do because they're not sure maybe of how it will mm. be perceived or we'll talk about this mm. like this video right we're going live and we're we're podcasting right. and we're, we're recording and we're editing and you know, we just do it right we go with it and say how was that oops you know fix it but some people are like nervous and sweating and i don't know what that's going to look like at the end and what if somebody is better or what if i could do better that's mm. a fear and i'm wondering if we could address that and you know sort of say like don't be scared don't, <laughs> don't be, be afraid, afraid. yeah don't be a scaredy cat like don't be afraid mm. of that because mm. there's nothing to worry about it's right. all going to work out at the end all right well i think we should go and talk about that on the other side speaking right, of things that go. some people are afraid of okay don't scare me <laughs> i'll see you on the other side okay ciao be you study be more at ease in your communication so you too can have conversations worth having. What is BU Study? A private online room to rehearse impromptu speaking, receive instant feedback and achieve quick results, and feel confident that no one is laughing unless you're telling a joke. Plug in anytime, anywhere. Study with seasoned pros. Access your customized feedback. Then speak with ease and build amazing relationships. Did you say boo? Boo! Remember when you were little? That would oh scare you. I still, would run up the stairs when I would hear that. It still gets you, right? I, I, I occasionally will still, with my <laughs> sister or my nieces and my nephew, I will like hide around a corner and pop out from behind and scare them it's oh, never gets old kid. you are such a kid <laughs> <laughs> i don't like doing that to people i'll tell you why because i don't know if they can get back at me harder than i can do it to them. <laughs> right so retribution wanna, and payback yeah. i don't want to find out that my little boo was nothing and they're gonna like scare the yeah, living, yeah, yeah. The payback can be a, you know what yep. yep but there are other things that people are afraid of so in business let's talk about our let's talk about our 
I don't want to say challenge so we can leave this in or not. I want to talk about mm. our request, talk about what we talked about with our audience to share with us so that mm. we could give some feedback and additional information and some value. Right. I've never shied away from sharing my why, sharing my story. I was on Jordan's podcast when he asked me to read my why back on September 16th. And right. oh my gosh, I think it's 2010 or 2011. And I still, yes, I have that. I wasn't afraid. I might've been like, I had to take a deep breath, but I wasn't afraid to send it in. When he asked me, I did it. It doesn't mean that I didn't get choked up or I didn't get emotional about it, but I did not do it because right. I thought this will give me a growth point like in Toastmasters, right? There's a growth point. So that way you know that you're going to make an advance. There are some times, there are times that some people are not able to push through that. So mm. I'd like to speak to that a little bit. It's it's interesting what, you know, because both you and I are not afraid of the spotlight. We're happy to jump up in front of a, on a stage or grab a mic, take a microphone and, you know, good luck getting it back from us. Fight, fight us for it. Yeah, exactly. I'll fight you. I'll roll. We'll be fighting in the gutter for it, right? It's, <laughs> it's so to when I hear that people have um, trepidation or a little bit of anxiousness about speaking in public or uh, recording themselves on video or audio, even audio. A lot of people don't like the sound of their own voice, never mind mm -hmm. on video liking the way they look on camera. And the interesting part to me is that there are as many versions of us that exist as people we know and of the roles that we play that they experience us in which sounds a little odd. However, when you think about it, we play different roles. I'm a chiropractor. We do this online presenting. We do live streams. We record a podcast. And so we play all these. I'm a son. I'm a, I'm a brother. I'm an uncle. All of these things, everybody knows us in these role, different roles. So their perception of us is usually filtered through the role that they interact with us and through their own filters of beliefs and values. And so we never end up actually being perceived as ourselves, even by ourselves. And our voice, especially because we partially hear our voice through bone conduction, through the bones of our skull and into it, it's actually, and there's all this transduction of impulses and the physical to the electrochemical so that your brain can perceive the sound. Like, the fact that we can even communicate blows me away. <laughs> and and the problem is that we never we never get to see ourselves because normally when we're on on speaking to somebody we don't see ourselves speaking. Or when we're on a podcast, you know, if we're on speaking with somebody on the phone, that's one thing, but hearing our voice played back to us is something completely different. Well, the last two and I was going to say two and a half years, wow, where am I going? The last year and a half we've had more of an opportunity to look at ourselves when we're speaking than we mm -hmm. have in the past. And that awareness of what do I look like? Oh, what do I look like when I speak has raised the awareness. And let's say that's a good thing because now when you sure. raise the awareness, you don't, you know, maybe pick up your phone and sit upside down or whatever you do and talk to someone, you know, you sit up straight, you're looking at mm. the camera, they're looking at you, if the camera's on yet, 
and I don't want to say but yet because <laughs> I don't want to negate that. When someone is speaking into the camera and having a conversation, the words tend to flow. They tend to come out more organically. Mm, right. As soon as we say, can you tell me that in a minute? I notice, <laughs> I notice that things like this happen. I know we have cameras on. Notes come up. Reading happens. Right. Looking at looking at notes as opposed to the camera. Now we've just taken this quiet engagement, this organic engagement, and we've put a barrier of, I have to read that, I have right. to see that, I have to say that, oh, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, and now we take this nice conversation and we turn it into a choppy, we're on a boat mm. and there's a wake, and, and now we're starting to get a choppy ride. Yeah, yeah. We're still on the boat. We're still having a nice time. But now you've added, you know, or we've added this choppy static mm. to a conversation. Right. And I like to think about a one minute conversation as a talking point, meaning sure. there's the beginning, there's the end. You do a song and dance somewhere. You have one point. <laughs> da, 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 da. Exactly. Take a few seconds for that. <laughs> Not 22 points one right two maybe because because what happens right is people want to cram everything they know into one minute and so they talk really fast like this because i gotta i gotta tell everybody about all everything i do and and you can check me out in this place and check me out over here and then i'm gonna do this other thing over here and i'm gonna do this over there and by the way did i tell you i do this too as well and it's just like Ugh. it's just like when we 13 years ago hmm. see see this is one sentence right i remember when I was first doing cards, I learned from Cody and Damar, mm. the less you say, the better, the more you make. Mm -hmm. So if you don't say too much, you give people a chance to digest the information. Otherwise, like you were doing a minute ago with talking, yeah. I couldn't really follow you. Meaning I heard your voice. I'm listening to you. I'm interested in you but I really do not know where to go with what you're saying. You I don't know if I should take a note, if I should take a mental note, or if I should just breathe and wait or hold my breath until you're done. Yeah, because you, it's so much information. Just It's like somebody, you know, I, I'm going to go for, if, do you remember the movie Stand By Me? Yes. Right, the scene where, with the pie eating contest, and then he gets his ultimate revenge. What does he do? Throws up all over everybody and they all start throwing up all over everybody else have you ever felt like that at a networking yes. meeting yes and these presentations that we're talking about i mean we we remember when we first started and uh, decades yeah, we, ago right? yeah like we, we were, were we weren't great we weren't that good at it and yeah, we were there's still learning. stuff to learn yes we were learning what to say and what was important was the crowd so remember when we met 6 30 mm. in the morning what you say to someone is not what you say to them at 9 30 at night because it's a different crowd it's there's a yeah. different reason for being there for being together well it's, it's like we often talk about it's about knowing your audience mm, in advance mm. and the other thing i really enjoy and i have this as a mindset i know you do too I know I'm going to be speaking to my audience more than once. So I will say this today and this next week mm. and that the week after and that the week after. I'm not worried that I'm going to miss talking to the solopreneur if I'm speaking to the business right. owner or the big company because I know that I will get back to it. I don't want to say and anybody who is breathing really will enjoy if using got, this. Yeah, if you've got a pulse, you'll enjoy using it. Like that's ridiculous.
Yeah, it's it's ridiculous when people try to say that what they do is good for everyone. It may be. And we need to approach it with what you're talking about there, the abundance mindset, right? Rather versus a lack mindset. That lack mindset that there's not enough as it means I have to get everything out there right now because I'm never going to get another chance. There's not enough customers for me. There's not enough clientele. There's not enough blah, blah, whatever in the world. Versus, hey, I'm going to speak to a specific audience tell them one maybe two things they can remember that they can digest and then if and then invite them to connect with me if they want to discover more right as bob golden would say don't have commission breath people can (laughs) (laughs) sales breath right yeah yeah people can can sense that and smell that a mile away also when you're talking about making a point your audience may not be your buyer, Hmm. but if they're your sales team, yeah, right, their influences, if their influence is in the room, then they would need to know what message you're giving so that they could go out and reiterate that. So I would invite our audience to ask themselves this question after they make their presentation Hmm. or give their presentation. What is the message that my audience got from me today? And hopefully there's at least one good point because if it's five points, it's too many. Right. And I would even suggest asking that question before you give your presentation, even before you get to the meeting, what is the one thing I want my audience to get from my presentation this morning? And or do even do it the, if you're giving a longer presentation, if you've got the educational session, what is it I want my audience to learn? Ask it before you even start putting together a presentation. And if you forget because you're too much into your head, and you think, I got this, I've done this a million times. Right. As soon as you're done, put yourself, if you can do this, jump into the audience and think, what did they just hear? Did I execute that the way I planned to? Right. What was it that took my attention away? How do I remain focused in my mind so that the words come out without, mm-hmm. I, don't, I know that we both don't like that. Um, and the occasional so, um and ah is okay. I, I understand, but I'm talking about yeah, the you don't point. want it every other word, right? The filler. It's like don't throw yes. breadcrumbs in my recipe, please, because I don't need extra breadcrumbs. I really want more eggplant. <laughs> I don't you know, need, just I don't need more carbs. <laughs> right. I don't want the filler. So we don't. It's okay if it's natural. Yes, I understand. And if we don't have a word, we can do this. We could take a breath or take a pause. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with giving the audience a chance to also take a breath and a pause. It gives them an opportunity to take the information in, to synthesize it a little bit or integrate it a little bit. The, and, and just to add on to what you were saying there, it's that whole idea of, of that abundance mindset again of you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. And you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So true. Right? It is so true. So make sure you're crafting your message to the specific audience you are trying to talk to in that moment. And that audience will connect with you. Let's think about a service. For example, this is a true story. When I went to Pro, remember Pro in Newmarket? Mm-hmm. I walked into that networking meeting and I needed tire, winter tires. We had just mm-hmm. moved to Newmarket. I think I was at that meeting. I I think you were. I walked into Pro and I needed to buy tires. We moved there. 
it was October, whatever. And David said, where are we going to get winter tires? I mm. said, don't worry. I'm going to go to this networking meeting and I'm going to find out. And he said, okay. And I walked in and I said, I need to buy winter tires. $1,200, 30 seconds later, $1,200 later, I met a woman who I stayed extremely loyal to until we came to St. Catharines, who I have been extremely loyal to. Two mm -hmm. people since I lived here in 13 years, I've dealt with only two businesses for our car maintenance and our winter tires, even though we buy new cars from the dealers. Sure. Now, when I walked into that meeting, I knew I was a buyer. I was specific about what I wanted. That person, Christine, was to name her, was very specific about what she had to sell. And it was a match made in heaven. Had she talked about all the things she did, it just so happened, so happened that she talked about what I needed. If she weren't specific that day, she might've lost me because I walked in there going, I need winter tires. Right. If they, she'd been talking about, oh, we do battery checks and I know, transmission maintenance and we do car maintenance, it would have been like, yeah, whatever, I don't really. Right. I don't need that. But when you're specific with your audience, mm -hmm. now, as a rule, as a, as, as a result, sorry, not a rule, I stayed with her and brought all my business to her, plus referred people to her. I was going to say, how many people was... did you refer to her because and... of the service you had? And specific. And then when I came to Rotary in St. Catharines and I met Vicki from Midas, I bring all my business there and refer my friends to Vicki as well. And here, mm -hmm. think about this, two women in the car industry <laughs> got our business because they were crystal clear, specific, precise, and I needed what they were talking about. And I was hunting them out. Now, one other true story. I went to Rotary needing a dentist. Mm -hmm. And I sat down and I said to myself, I hope I could find a dentist. Well, you're not going to believe who sat at the table with me the first day I joined Rotary dentist, in St. Catharines. Current dentist. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, he, yeah. So we, he was my dentist then. I just, yeah. at this moment, I'm going back to him, right. Dr. Tom Picard. Mm -hmm. And he said, it it's was, I think, him, him and I. Remember him? Yeah, yeah so you Tom, know Tom. Tom yeah. Of course, he's amazing. And he said, I think I asked him, like, what do you do? And he said, I'm a dentist. And I barely let him say another word after that. I was like, you're <laughs> kidding, I didn't do this. And there, and there it was. I yeah. walked in the room, and not that he promoted that because he sat down and had lunch with me, like, yeah, you know, you just like started any talking other. to him, right? Just started talking. So when you are especially in your mind clear about what you are going to say and what you do and what you need, it does show up. And if you're muddled, that's what will show up, a bunch of muddled mm -hmm. thoughts. I'd, I'd like to just jump off on a bit of a tangent, short tangent here for a moment, because I think it applies here to what you're saying about being an intentional. Recently, I was listening to a podcast called The Next Big Idea, on, and it's through Wonder, the Wondery app. And the host, and I'm, his name is escaping me at the moment, was speaking with this author by the name of Christian Bush. Uh, he's a uh, lives in New York, but I think he's from Germany or Austria or something originally. And he has a book called The Serendipity Mindset. And what he talks about is being intentional, being open to these types of opportunities. When we start looking for the opportunities, when we start becoming more attentive to opportunity, when we set an intention, they start to show up more fully and it's something and it's not just random chance it is 
these things happen all the time. We've all had the experience of thinking of a, a friend that we haven't spoken to in a long time and bang, there they are sending an email or shooting us a text or calling yeah. us on the phone. It's not chance. We are all connected. And when we start to set that intention right from the beginning, and this is why I said about setting, asking that question even before you start creating your presentation, what is it I want my audience to get out of this? We're tapping into our audience's mindset even before we know who the audience might be. And we're tapping into that, that um, universal consciousness. It's no mistake that once Roger Bannister ran a four minute mile within the next couple of months, I think it was eight more people, eight more men broke the four minute mile because he proved it could be done. And all mm -hmm. of a sudden in the minds that people said, okay, okay, it can be done. Great inventions. This is why copywriting and patents are so important. If you come up with an idea, it's likely that somebody else somewhere in the world had the same idea at the same time. There's so many stories in, in Nobel literature and scientific literature about two scientists having similar research and one getting all the glory and one not and one getting left behind and not even getting credited so my point is that by being intentional and embracing and looking for serendipity it changes the way you go about your day and the way you interact with people the way you build relationships with people right that goes along with believing in yourself mm-hmm the belief that we have be you. and this <laughs> be you and this button, this fear, this mm. unknown, this uh, scaredy cat syndrome, right. this imposter syndrome, this, this we won't label it, but just to say, if you're recognizing it as an audience, as one of our audience and you're saying, yeah, that's me. I'm a little bit nervous about that. Or I'm a lot nervous about that. <laughs> uh, you know, Barbara Streisand has stage fright. Yeah. And Rob we, Robbie we, Robertson from um, the band, right? He, same thing. So it doesn't mean that you can't perform. You have, you are, you, you know, whoever you are, that's who you are. Use the tools. Like I do not do really well when it comes to building things, but if you give me instructions and you give me the tool and you give me enough time, I'll get it done. At the end, I'll be exhausted because mm -hmm. this is not my thing, but I will do it. So I'll do it once every three years, maybe like, the, right. you know, unless you're a good friend, you ask us to help and then we help, but that still doesn't mean we're going to be jumping up and down. Right. We can get things done. So if it does exhaust you and you say, well, this is not really in my wheelhouse, but yet I have to do it. Think about taking a deep breath, enjoying it, envision yourself, envision what your audience is getting, the message that, mm, that they're yes. getting and you're giving, and then think about the good that you're doing mm. by delivering your your message or if it's if you're a comedian you know think about <laughs> sebastian maniscalco if this guy <laughs> didn't get up every day and tell stories i would have right. nothing to listen to in the morning <laughs> <laughs> my life would be very boring well, i need to hear him it, it's so important it, it, and i think what you're speaking to here is your why mm -hmm. why do you do what you do and if you keep that at the forefront that's going to be empowering for you it's going to you'll and it, it can turn even the things that you don't like doing, the things that you find draining just because they you have to do it. But if you keep, and, and so there's the but again, and if you keep your why you're doing it in mind, what's your higher purpose for doing what you do, it can energize those things that you don't, you generally don't 
like doing and then it became you can start to stretch and grow and it becomes fulfilling and energizing to do it because you're it's helping helping you reach your goal and fulfilling your why your purpose whatever that might be it depends on how connected you are to your why yeah some people don't some people don't know what exactly their why is they just know they have this burning feeling inside that they need to do this so go with that and I have to show you that my hands are on my why all the time. I don't that's know where a, your hands. That's kind of funny. Where have your hands been lately? <laughs> my hands are on my why. My hands have been I, on my why. Oh, I is have, that what you call it? Your is that what you call it? <laughs> your why. You call you. <laughs> yep. And actually, I, I have a big why. <laughs> and for our audience who doesn't know what I'm doing, I'm holding on to an eight eight by eleven card, card with pictures of my tree of life and my why written yes. out every word and i have an mp4 that i talked about earlier yeah. that jordan had asked me to speak about so i have this in front of me i look at it i refer to it i i read it and i think to myself wow i can't believe this mm, happened yeah. i can't believe that this is exactly the vision that i had i won't read it here the interesting thing about it is I had this vision, I still have it, I'm living through it. And the why isn't, oh, how I wanna help people. That is not your why. Oh, I want the world to understand that this, that's not your why. Drill it down. Mm. Your why is the why that makes you cry. Not that I want people to be healthy because I'm, these, these are not wise people. That's, I know a, that's a business purpose. It's right. Not a why. I, yeah, I know this might upset you, but your why is something completely different. That's another podcast all oh, yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, it's, and that's something that I ask new patients when they come in usually is when they, because the reason, the reason I ask is because in order to heal anything in your life or to move to a new level in your life, you need to become more you you need to become somebody different or more not somebody different you need to become someone who is more resourced than you were before in order to make that shift and if you're not willing to give up who you have been being in order to become who you want to become then there's you can do all the energy healing you can surround yourself with a whole crystal cave you can do rub all the oils you want all over your body you can say all the affirmations you want nothing's going to change why do you want this for your life what is important you know for example somebody with back pain debilitating back pain who can't even stand up straight i want to be able to get down on the floor and play with my 5 year old Mm. that's a why that's important mm. I want to be healthy and well because I want to watch my kids and my grandkids mm. grow up and grow old mm -hmm. yes Those and it may take wise. it may take a while to actually develop that why because maybe exactly. you don't have grandkids at the moment or you don't have children at the moment yeah, and you're whatever. developing yeah. your why and as, yeah. they're great examples and it's a perfect example because the the reason I'm saying that is mm. that is a why, but maybe you're developing that why exactly. prior to as you are maturing and going through life. And then you realize, yes, the why is because I want to watch these people that I love mm -hmm. enjoy their life. So it may take five years. It could take it could years be a lifetime. It could be a lifetime journey, depending mm -hmm. on the why it really could. 
and it changes. And that's, and that's nothing to be afraid of. That's another really great point. If it were a button and if the button said, find your why or don't find your why, and it's right. continue you, to find your why or leave or meeting, leave meeting. <laughs> what are you going to choose? Continue, find your why, continue to search through that. And if this podcast has given you an idea, maybe we'll get to the BU final moment in a minute. If this podcast has given you an idea about how you can think about the things that you might be afraid of or scaredy cat of or whatever you want to call it or hesitant or anxious or whatever. Sure, think about how you can go move, be you and go through that. Yes. And what happens on the other side and the benefit to the other people? Right. Do you have anything you want? Oh, yeah, I'd like to add just a little bit. You know, we're not, yeah. and we're not making, we're not trying to make light of how people feel about doing these things, about being a scaredy cat or afraid of cat. We're, we're, you know, we're in, you know, we like to say that we are conversations worth having and we like to say that we are in the edutainment business, if you will. And so part of, we take, a little bit of poetic license occasionally. And so we came up, we thought, oh, Freddy Cat, what are you afraid of? What are you scared of? What, you know, kind of gives you a little bit of trepidation. And we're not making light of, you know, people who truly have anxiety or though these types of things are brought on by these types of events. What we are saying is when we can address it and acknowledge it, and accept these parts of ourselves that we can then make that decision to change it. And I think that is a big, important point to make. Or do what Barbara Streisand did, own it and still go on stage. Right, because in, it, ultimately we are here, all of us, to share our light, to share our gifts. And a gift can only be a gift if you're able to give it freely and if the other person can, is able to receive it. And if you're hiding your gifts under a barrel, a bushel, in your back pocket, and never giving it to anybody, you're only, you're not only, you know, robbing somebody else of receiving a gift, you're also robbing yourself of being able to give that gift. Because we know, how do, like, how do you feel when you give somebody a gift that you've taken the time and effort for somebody you really know well and found them the perfect gift that really connects with things that they're interested in? feels amazing to give that gift, doesn't it? And if we could all get that excited about our quote unquote internal gifts or whatever our gifts that we are here to share are, wow, how does that change? Who, who we become and what we do and how we connect with people. Hmm. Let's go. That to went a little BU. deep there. No, that was good. That was good. I don't want to even say anything over that. I just want to go into our BU final moment. That's right. so well said. Thank you. Let's let's look in look into what came up for us in this episode. Okay, why don't you um, go first this time? Okay, well I love what you just said. So what came up for me as you were speaking was to go deep, think about our gifts, and think about keeping them. I have this music box that I got from my daughter. So right. imagine if our gifts were in this box and we didn't want to open it, and think about this music box. If I turn this music box, this can be our audible. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, it's my favorite Muppets episode. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Nice. 
Yeah, that's going to play in the background. So think about that. Yep, we're going to let it play. It won't stay. It won't last too long since it's my be final moment. So I'll, <laughs> I won't let it impinge on your part. When we open up to the possibility of what we have to give someone, and what would it be like if we didn't turn that music box on and we just looked at it as a box and said, well, it's a nice box, but this is what happens if you don't do anything with it. And when you turn it and you hear the music from it, that's the gift that mm. we get to share. Right. That's my BU final moment. Beautiful. What about you, Dr. Energy? What is your BU final moment? Well, it just came right there at the end. You know, no matter what our why is, no matter what our gifts are, we still need to take action in the world. There's still something we need to do. We need to be first, then do, and then what we have, what we receive shows up from that. So many of us go through life trying to have this so they can do this, so they can be whatever. So I have money so I can go on vacation, so I can be happy. What if instead we were happy first, chose to be happy? How would you then act? What would you do? And then what would show up in your life as a result of that? And that's my BU final moment. Be someone sunshine. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. On that note, mm -hmm. you make me happy <laughs> when skies are gray. Thank you. Thank you You're for welcome. today. Thank you. We'll see you next time. All right. Or I guess we'll talk to you next time. Yeah, talk to you soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on BU Network. We really appreciate your reviews, and you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network, and build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at www.b-u.network forward slash pro. We're looking forward to hearing from you, and thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, baby. Ciao.